Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned into i think this episode 72 of do rags and boat shoes and i got a special guest with me today riding shotgun on numerous topics and it's going to be a great show so uh, i would like to introduce uh, my shotgun rider and co-host today and it is so sassy how you doing so sassy Glad to be on the air with you. Been listening to the show. Been a fan. All right. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And then you can just lean into it or talk a little louder into the mic. So, okay. all right, cool. All right. So I think we're going to go ahead and get started with this good old summer jam screen. And I have to know, so sassy, what are your thoughts about my man, Ben Carson, uh, giving this speech to, uh, uh, what was it like for a uh, hood? Uh, uh, higher ups or something of that extent going ahead and saying that he was basically speaking about immigrants coming here with a dream and saying that there was another type of immigrant that came in the bottom of boats Um, I took offense to it basically calling slaves you know our ancestors calling them immigrants. So what are your what are your thoughts about this man? You know I just want to know who's Ben's handlers because nobody, <laughs> no, this man has been so off the mark as as this administration has been going on. Even in his campaign, he just yeah, it's just he just isn't connected or anything. And so you know my question is who who was in the room when he was like slaves immigrants? Yeah, this will be good. This will be good. Like let's put this in the speech and put it in front of the world. Like. Where, where are they? Why did they let them go out there and do all that? So, I mean, I guess that's what you get when when you got a president. We'll just call him 45. We'll just call yeah, him 45. I call him the Cheeto in Chief. The Cheeto in Chief, I like that. <laughs> but, I mean, that's what you get when you have someone who's, who's so out of touch. They go out and get other people who are out of touch. So, I think it's shocking that this man is going to be in charge of our housing and urban development. Like, he's out of touch his handlers ain't there with him and then he tried to go back and do that backspin real quick with the statement that he let out but you know Ben God bless you you know bless your heart Ben it's it's amazing to me just seeing how um, inadequate this whole administration is just from uh, you know Betsy DeVos you know uh, her fuckery and just being so clueless on what's going on with our schools and then uh, trying to usher in this school choice thing. And then um, you got Jeff Sessions, well-known, bigot, racist, um, being an attorney general. And then just just the president has been precedent has been set with the president. And, uh, you know, it's sad to see someone like Ben Carson, you know, neurosurgeon and um, just to be so damn out of touch. Like you said, it's um, it's disheartening. Because there's, there's, I grew up, you know, um, going to uh, King Magnet Center, King Science Center, and they used to talk about Ben Carson. And uh, just to see the kind of actual person that he is, 
it's like Ben Carson ain't been the same since he stopped that robbery at Popeye's Chicken. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think with Ben, I, I'll say it like Ben should have stayed in his lane. He's a neurosurgeon. Like that's yeah. what he does. Like uh-huh. why, why he felt the need to to run into politics is just beyond me. But he's just really showing himself to just not be up to par for politics. In exactly. My opinion, in my opinion, and you know, as far as the whole administration, it's just like, hey, you, it's like. It's like, you know, you get, you finally get a good job and you go out and you find all your friends like, hey, yeah, yeah, like that's, that's kind of what it feels like. It's like he had a meeting. It was like, listen, I finally got this job. Um, it pays really good. You can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to be able to just pull people in. Like, you want to get in on this? Yeah. It, but, you know, it's like, I don't have no experience. Yeah, you don't really fucking need no experience. Like, just come on and do the job. Like, it's exactly. fine. It's cool. Exactly. And you said it perfectly. It's just like when you get on in a spot and you can be in charge of hiring, you're going to put the whole family on. Right. So. You know, <laughs> Kelly, yeah, like, come on, girl. No, put your feet on the couch. It's cool. Yeah, you know? yeah. That, 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 that picture was uh, funny. I seen somebody put a Brazzers logo on there. Uh, that, that was a little much, but it was funny. You know, you get sick of the internet, but sometimes it makes you laugh all oh, out. The internet makes everything better. You know, it, it does. This, this, it does. If it wasn't for the internet, like we we would be struggling right now. Like I, I feel like we would just be giving up life. Just yeah, we would. We like would. what is going on? Like yeah. who, 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 how did how did this happen? Exactly. The internet is the new cable TV. You know, yeah, like in the early '90s, late '80s. Um. Yeah, I mean, there ain't really nothing too much else to say about Ben Carson, but it's it's disappointing uh, to see those comments. And at the same time, I feel like it does kind of um, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like soften the blow of slavery. Yeah. You know, to try it tries to. And I'm not going to say whitewash it, but try to you know ease people into. Oh, it wasn't so bad. You yeah, know. just this complete revisioning. It's all yeah, things, yeah. There you go, you know? revisioning. Yeah, it's slavery. You know, yeah. somebody had hope at the bottom of that slave ship. No, we didn't. No, we not at all. And not at all. Very confused. And as soon as we got free, we was coming for y'all. Like exactly, that's, that's exactly. The reality of the situation. Like you can't whitewash it or make it anything better than what it is. But you know, shame, shame on them. Yeah, and the first thing that came to mind, you know, when he made those comments was uh, about a. It was about a year and a half ago. There was a textbook in Texas that said that um, that uh, Europeans, uh, when they settled in America, they went over to Africa to get some workers to help build America when it was talking about slavery. So there was like a huge uproar about that. And I don't even think they took it up out the history books to tell you the guy's honest truth. Like let's just go ahead and take that history book and let that be our reason for reparations. Exactly, cut that check. Yeah, yeah. Cut the check. Exactly, exactly. And let's talk about our people again. Uh, let's move on to your man's Tyrese. Your man Tyrese was uh, he he. You know, I feel like I don't have a say in this matter. I don't. <laughs> That's how I feel. But, you know, you've never seen me post a picture on Instagram with my wife or Facebook with the hashtag my black queen. <laughs> you've never seen me seen me post that. I'm, I'm not that disrespectful to my people. But if y'all, been, if y'all been sleeping up under a rock, our man Tyrese, you know, he's been talking about black love, all this black love that. And he got secretly married. What was it this past weekend? Yeah, yeah this past weekend. And uh what was the the woman's name? Samantha Lee or something like that. Yeah. Um 
and she looks like she's straight up out of Puerto Rico or something like that. So he caught some hell from folks because that's all he's been tweeting about black love, especially with, you know, so much going on with, uh, you know, the police sanctioned killings. And, you know, we need black love, yada, yada. Then my man just popped up out the blue, you know, with a Brazilian woman. So let me get your thoughts so sassy on this being a black woman about how do you feel about this hashtag? Because I know she kind of. Tried to come to his defense and cop to the misdemeanor Talking about she was Ecuadorian, Jamaican And African American I don't see it, so let me know your thoughts On this whole situation You know, I, let me say, shame on us Because <laughs> She, okay, she looks white Like I'm just She does, she, she, she does she, She's not looking like a black queen But at the same time, we forget how diverse our people are. We can very, talk about looking very. any color. I have a cousin that's got dark hair and blue eyes and looks like a white man, uh-huh. but he's blacker than black. He's black, black, and he's black, black, black. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think shame on us. Like, I'm not a Tyrese fan at all. I, he, he, he just always came out as arrogant. Like, once when it was just the music, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was beautiful, and then he started talking, and I was like, oh, okay, well. Yeah, he, he ain't that bright. No. Like, I know, in the, remember in the first days of Twitter, he used to be sending off some some ignorant tweets he didn't know how to spell, yeah. uh, just a lot of things he didn't know what he was talking about. And, you know, I feel like with this situation, just with the racial climate, you really have to, and I'm not going to say tiptoe around something like that, but you really have to think before you post. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And especially um, just with black folks needing to be unified more than ever especially with this administration that's in the house right now and then these you know uh, white supremacists feeling so emboldened you know first you know these mexicans catching hell now the um muslims are catching hell sooner or later they're gonna come for us you know that um and they're basically gonna do that with jeff sessions talking about uh they're gonna start back the war on drugs with marijuana i'm like there's numerous states that's legalized it at a state level and now the federal government is talking about stepping in and trying to criminalize that. And then they're going to start back with the privatized prisons. Um, so I think, you know, black folks going to need each other more than ever. So you really can't you really shouldn't start alienating black folks, you know, by saying one thing and then really doing the other. And like I said, they said she's mixed with everything. You know, like you said, black folks come in all shades. But still, at the same time, you really could have just put my queen. You know what I'm saying? Just well, I mean, I think that I think the conversation goes back to just the colorism that we yeah, have even yeah. in the African American community. That you know, light is right. You know. Uh huh. So it's I I think some things that we're still struggling with. I think we still have some of our PTSD and our, our yeah. chips on our shoulders. I'll speak for myself. Absolutely. That, you know, sometimes it's hard to see certain things mm-hmm. and we jump to conclusions, but you know, shame on us. Like Tyrese found his wife. Yeah. She, I mean, I'm not going to argue with it. She's yeah. black. I mean, she's got the same shade as Rihanna. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like shame on us for this one. I feel like we should have stepped back a little bit and, and just kind of be like, okay, wait a minute. What's really going on? But, you know, love is love. I've had to learn some hard lessons, like let people love and uh-huh. do what they do. Um, 
maybe if he hadn't just like popped up with her, maybe that's like, yeah, we, yeah. Maybe we needed to be that, eased into it. Exactly, maybe that's exactly. Was. Like show some, you know, get, show me the engagement photos, or even before that, y'all holding hands, walking into a movie. Right, y'all so like the Fast and Furious. Digging. Yeah, like, let us dig. Exactly, bit, you know? like y'all doing the Fast and Furious premiere together or something, because yeah, this we, just came out the fucking blue. Right, and then Black Queen is like we were very confused. Like, yeah, it looks confusing, but you know, like. Black people, we, we yeah. we're colorful. We look. We we way. are. We are. So hopefully, some you know whoever, whoever started it, <laughs> whoever started just the Twitter argument, the Twitter fight about her being a black queen and she's black, uh-huh. her parents are black. She may be light skinned but who are we? Who are we to judge? Yeah, this you is know? true. This is true. So I think I think we have to do a better job with just staying together and not being so quick to go after each other sometimes in this situation. Even more. I mean, you talked about it with the administration. Like, yeah. we can't be so divisive just this on our true. own. Um, because, you know, everybody else is trying to divide us. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely, absolutely true. Absolutely. I bet y'all didn't think she was going to get that deep. Y'all thought she was going to get angry black woman. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I told the listeners, I bet you that's the, that's what they thought. They like, oh, shit. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> With a name like so sassy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Not, not today. No. Okay. You got to ease them into it. Yeah. All right. So... Yeah, that's, I mean, you summed it up perfectly about, uh, you know, the whole Tyrese thing and colorism. And I think you got too deep for my listeners, but they appreciate that. You know, they they really do appreciate they, it. Give us some credit. I, 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 I'm going to give y'all more credit today, just today. today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with y'all. Y'all know that. All right. So moving on, uh, America's favorite and first uh, groundbreaking transracial woman, uh, Rachel Dolezal, has been reported. I think I talked about it last week. She was uh, on food stamps and then it came out a few days later that she actually changed her name. Uh, her name is now Nkechi Diallo. And her first name is short for Nkecha Nieri, uh, which means gift of God or what God has given in the Igbo language from the country of Nigeria. Now, I felt a, a kind of way with her taking this this name because y'all know what they say about black men and white women. And she just went on and said that her name means a gift of God. Like, <laughs> I, I, I took it some sort of way. She's about to drop her uh, memoirs about being the first transracial woman. Um, and I really want to get so sassy's thoughts on her being the gift of God. <laughs> so you spoke too soon because you're like she's not angry black woman, but this might, might you might get a little bit angry black woman for this. Okay, you're triggered. I'm triggered because you know she's she's taking everything about our culture and just she's trying to use it to her advantage. And you know when she had there was the other article that came out that said she was living on food stamps now, yeah. and it's like, well, I mean, you want this life, like, yeah, 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 you want this struggle, like, you take this struggle. Um, is she a gift from God? Yes, because <laughs> God is good, yeah. and I'm I'm gonna do right. Um, is is she a gift from God to black men? No, 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 no. no. You know, I think to go all the way back to the beginning, if she had just been herself, absolutely, and done the work that she was doing, we we would not be so up in arms about this woman who, you know just really 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 wants to be black like yeah she went back to the roots for a name like she went back to, to nigeria like 
I don't know. I don't understand it. It's so confusing, but at the same time, like you're such a wonderful people. I get it. Like yeah, you, you want to be like me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you can you, be like me. You you know what's crazy though? Just how she was talking about she was on food stamps and you know she couldn't find a job. And then she changes her name to this, and I'm like, you really can't find a job now. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Like you had a name like Rachel Dolezal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They like, oh, there's change some your last name. yeah, change your last name to Rachel Diallo or something like yeah. that. Keep that Rachel on there because you and understand. I know that, how we have to doctor listen, up our. She don't resumes. really understand the struggle. <laughs> no, she don't really understand. She like the hair. Yeah, she like the skin color. Yeah, it, it, learn. I feel like you know it's a game to her. You know, I feel like yeah. she's she's a. Uh, I don't, you know, she says she's identifies with the struggle so deeply, yada, yada, yada. But I just feel like at the same time, it's a, uh, it's, a, it's her playing dress up. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, you, she, she wants to make this argument that race is, is a choice. It's fluid. Well, no, because I can't get lighter. Yeah. You go, you yeah. can go tan real quick. Exactly. Uh, I can get lighter if I wanted to bleach my skin, but that's going to take a long time. Yeah, and you don't get skin cancer too. Yeah. So, I mean, just be who you are. I mean, I think, I think if anything, this is a, this is a good example of just, you know, you need to be authentic. Like you need to be you. If yep. you were little white Rachel uh-huh. from house in the prairie, or what is it? Little house on the prairie. Little house on the prairie. Yeah. And you know, your mom and dad is just two white people, but you got an affinity for, for all things of black struggle. Like do that, do that as Rachel. Absolutely. From, from, from the country so i don't know she she just i just don't think she understands just how insulting it can be sometimes uh-huh um i mean and, and to take it to a place where she was willing to lie yeah that's that's where that's where it was like okay yeah you know you you have an integrity issue absolutely in, in my opinion but absolutely. you know she she's a gift from god but <laughs> I don't know who she is, too, but okay. Yeah, right. exactly, because she is, uh, I think she she's divorced, too. Like, she was married to a brother, and uh, I know they got, like, four kids, but she's a single mom now. So, I I just, I don't know. I feel like that was just, like, the ultimate slap in the face to just kind of take on a Nigerian name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And to, I don't know. I just feel like she just shot herself in the foot, and she's trying to go too deep in the rabbit hole and it just makes me think of the paul mooney quote you know everybody want to be a nigga but don't nobody want to be a nigga yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> right. and it's just like how far in the rabbit hole are you willing to go you know to deal with this shit but you know her book's about to come out i'm not going to buy it but you know i might check it out from the library you know for a good laugh or something like that well you know she was in omaha Is she really no, like maybe within the last year really yeah unmc unmc invited her Really? Um, was it a TED talk or no? I don't. I'm not for certain. Like okay. it just popped up out of nowhere. I think it was a buy in, you know, oh, by okay. invitation only. Yeah. Because they knew that's how faulty they were for coming, bringing her to Omaha. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was interesting. She was here, you know. Facebook lit up. Uh-huh. And like who who did this? Yeah. Who, who who do we need to come for? Yeah. You know. So absolutely. I don't know. Like just. Just be you, Rachel. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna call her Rachel because yeah. her mama and her daddy name exactly, Rachel. Like, exactly. Know, yeah, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen. Yeah, <laughs> listen. If you your mama named you Rachel. I'm gonna right. call you Rachel. <laughs> if you can hear me, boo. Like, listen. It's okay. It's it's a okay to be a white girl who wants to fight for the struggle, but you're taking it too far. Exactly. Okay? Like, if you just would be like, sorry, uh-huh. and come on back. 
Yeah. You know, we you probably still be chilling in the NAACP right now. Absolutely. Real, real life, just, Absolutely. You know, come on, Rachel. Just yeah. You know, she she took it too far. You know, she it was, was it was one of those situations where you just come out apologize. I don't even know why you want to try to be quote unquote transracial. Uh, like you know you could use your you know your white privilege and everything like that to help infiltrate the system you know what i'm saying and start fighting for you know black rights but um i don't know it's just just head scratching it's i I feel like is it a fetish is it a fantasy something is going on some main right up top right that's what it feels because it it does feel like a fantasy because like my my boy brandon said when i interviewed him uh, he was saying that probably to be a, a white in America probably feels like you're always champagne drunk. You know, just a nice. This is Mr. Brandon. Love. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that show. Yeah. That show. Listen, I'm going to do a quick shout out to Brandon because he was on the show. Yeah. And uh, he talked about Trinity. Uh-huh. The church. Yeah. And I started watching that, man. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's Thank what's you, up. Brandon. Yeah, shout out to you, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, and go buy his book on Amazon. So please, please do support that brother. Very good, smart, intelligent brother. And um so I guess uh yeah, I think that's all we got for Rachel. I mean, yeah, we're gonna let Rachel yeah, go. let she, her cook. Y'all, let her. y'all pray for Rachel. Yeah, y'all yeah, know. yeah. We're gonna we gonna pray for her. You know, Did she get it together. Yeah, I hope so too. Hopefully that sister get up off of uh, them food stamps though, because she got like four kids, and I don't understand it. Uh, NAACP cut a check though. You know what I'm saying for firing her? They had to cut a check. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get that deep into it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was always, I, I, I think I stopped at being shocked when they were yeah. like, no, no, we support her. Like, oh, no. <laughs> if you got someone running around lying, yeah. like, she was taking pictures with, like, black dudes, like, uh-huh. my daddy. Like, yeah. no, that's a yeah. lie. That was a flat You know what I mean? Lie. Like, yeah. that's, it's not an affinity at this point. Like, it's a lie. So, anybody, I, I, I question that particular absolutely the lacp for saying oh no it's cool yeah oh, she's a liar like you can't yeah. th- that let's just move past the fact that she want to be like she's a liar yeah so yep. i don't know if she got a check or severance pay or something i would feel like they would though because she was the the was just the president of a branch in washington but right i, I don't know nah, so, that's that's termination when you lie yeah <laughs> it is she had to lie on the app yeah <laughs> you know i don't know yeah. i don't know it's rachel exactly rachel it's okay it, it is, Let it me. is. And you in America, too. You know what I'm saying? Because it's to your advantage. Exactly. Shoot. It ain't like you in South Africa and apartheid is over with, even though I feel like white folks still run South Africa. But, yeah, that's a different story. But we're going to... Yeah, it is, it is, it is. So we're going to move on. We're going to talk about uh, Maurice uh, Watson, Creighton basketball star. Uh, this young man, uh, he got hurt. Um, and Creighton was doing great. We were, like, number 10 in the country. He got hurt. We dropped down to number twenty-four. Um, I, I used to, I loved going to Creighton games, but it's at the Century Link Center, and I stopped fucking with the Century Link Center after they came out and said that they will not support uh, the brother uh, Brandon. I forgot his last name. Played for the Denver Broncos, but last year during the Super Bowl, um, he basically you know took a knee, and he was saying that you know we're gonna you know I'm, I stand with Kaepernick about you know the state-sanctioned killings. And uh, CenturyLink came out and was like, oh, well, you know, we support free speech, but we're going to kind of distance ourselves. And it led to a movement of a lot of folks dropping CenturyLink uh, for their cable provider and phone provider, which I was proud of. But I ain't stepped foot in CenturyLink since. There's so many events I missed, and it's heartbreaking, you know, because that's like the major arena here in the city. But this uh, Maurice Watson, um, he is accused of sexual assault. 
um, over on, uh, I think it was off of Poppleton somewhere over in the Leavenworth area. And uh, he, so it was at a party. From what I read in the transcripts, he was at a party with his so uh, quote unquote girlfriend. Maybe they went in the bathroom, something happened, and then they came out. And then uh, next thing you know, there's a warrant out for his arrest. So what makes me think that they got some damaging evidence on this brother is because his bail was set at $750,000. Yeah, so he had to come up with, what, $75,000 to be bailed out. And, um, you know, it's always sad to see cases like this, you know, with with a young man, you know, especially a brother, you know, being a budding star. And then, you know, go and do some dumb shit like this, you know, and um, just very heartbreaking. But his, so his mama started up a GoFund, not a GoFundMe, but some kind of crowdfunding page. She started it up. It raised about five thousand dollars. White folks formed like Voltron. It was like, take this shit down. And they did. <laughs> they did. They took the shit down. Mo- Maurice Watson is out on bail right now. Somehow they raised the 75 grand, but not via that uh, crowdfunding page. But let me know your thoughts about just how these white folks just formed so quickly. And the reason that I know it was white folks was I seen the actual page before it was taken down and just somebody shared it on Facebook. And you know how you can look at the original comments. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they was mad. And white folks was mad. So let me know what you think. It's it's you know, this is always just kind of a difficult topic because I think it's out it's hard to see an African American male make Uh a decision. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, in society we don't always we don't always side with the victim. No, we don't. You know, and, and, and that's not fair. So, you know, I don't know. Like I just feel like if it was white people, uh-huh. like you know, they they not trying to help us out. We need to we need to keep that on the top of our head at all times. But Absolutely. at the same time, you know, put it on the victim. I put it on the if I was the victim, and the person mm-hmm. who victimized me, and mind uh-huh. you, they had they had information for like a month. Yeah, yeah, you know, she mm-hmm. went in. They had they did the they did the exam. She uh-huh. went to the hospital, so they had the information for about a month. Yeah, and so I guess if if I was the victim, and and my family saw that crowdfunding to get the person who victimized me out. I would complain too. Yeah. Now, I, black, white, or or other. Yeah. You know, that's. I think that's beside the point. I think mm-hmm. we need to look at what he's accused of doing, and what this young lady, who is making that accusation, is having to deal with. Because um, it's it's sticky. I think. I, yeah. I, I mean. It, it is hard because to yeah. tiptoe there because you. You see how the white folks, you know, formed up, got rid of the the, the crowdfunding page. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to feel for the victim because you're just like, you know, if this did happen, <clears throat> you don't want your, you know, your attacker trying to raise fucking money, you right, know, via crowdfunding. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he has the benefit of the doubt for being a basketball star, you know, in this town. And... It's just because then you as a black person, you're like, oh, fuck, you hate to see white folks gang up on somebody. But yeah. then at the same time, you're like, shit, if this brother did it, I'm going to look like, you know, like a rape sympathizer or some shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I understand where you're coming from. Uh, but I'm going to play devil's advocate with this because uh, I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen people saying that, you know, uh, they were talking about this could set a precedent, you know, if they would. um if he would have raised the 75 grand and got it from the crowdfunding page, then more people would start doing that. How start using crowdfunding as a source to make bail. What do you feel about that? Cause I mean, 
I've been crowdsourcing to make bail in my earlier years, you know, just trying to raise money, you know, hollering at, you know, mom, dukes, grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just please, you know, making that phone call, mm-hmm. calling your mama, having her call everybody else to try to make bail for you and things like that. And I know my little brother, he was going through that situation, too. And um, so just let me know your thoughts on that. Do you think if it would have. You know, if they would have raised the seventy-five grand, would that set a precedent for people to use, like GoFundMe and Indiegogo, to rate to make bail? I, I think it definitely would have. Yeah. You know, I think it's one thing if you're trying to raise funds for legal fees for someone yeah. who's been falsely accused, or uh-huh. they're trying to appeal something, um, evidence was missed out. You know, different things like that. If you're trying to raise funds for for you know attorney fees or different things like that, maybe that's something different, but. I, I just I'm okay with it being put, taken down. Honestly, yeah. I really am because you. I don't know when, especially when there's a victim involved. Absolutely. When there's a victim involved, um, I'm glad they took it down and yeah. they need to keep it down. And I think, you know, you put yourself in an unfortunate situation. Why are you begging other people to help yeah. you out? You know, what absolutely, I'm saying? absolutely. So you sometimes do. you need to sometimes you need to sit there for a little bit. I yeah. understand, and don't get me wrong. I've, I've had people who are close to me mm-hmm. go to jail. And they called me and they were like, hey, yeah. I was like, you ain't got the money. So it sounds like you got to sit there, you know, yeah, exactly. in my opinion. Exactly. Because, you know, if you make a poor choice, like you make a poor choice. Uh-huh. But nah, they should have took it down. I'm glad they took it down. Yeah. It needs to stay down. We don't need to victimize people like that. Absolutely. There's been a few times where I just sat out some tickets. Like if I got a ticket for... Um, I remember one time I got a ticket. Oh, shit. I was about 22, 23. I got a ticket for... Um, failure to display two plates i had my plate my front license plate somebody tried to steal it off my truck and i just put it in my dash and the cop was gave me a ticket for that i was like get the fuck out of here and you know and uh you know i had everything my registration my uh insurance and everything and then i didn't go to court i was like fuck that so then uh then they were then there was a warrant out for my arrest. I just turned myself in, and the ticket was like 112 bucks or something like that. I literally sat in. I didn't even go into jail. I sat in their waiting room for like two hours, and they're like, "Okay, you can go. It's paid." I was like, "Shit, I can get tickets all the time. Just sit it out on my day off." Yeah, yeah. It was it was a day off. It was like a Thursday too. Turn myself in on the right Yeah, day. exactly. Let me turn myself in on my day off. Like I can sit for two hours, and I ain't gotta come out of 112 dollars, and I can just shoot the shit watching you know the news with other folks that I know. I was like, "Hell yeah, I do that shit." people in jail. <laughs> it's just you know product of the environment you know what i'm saying just people i grew up with there's a few folks i seen in there and then uh i got flashed too when i was down there there was like uh yeah there was a there was this uh this white girl stringy hair and she yeah she flashed us she, like yeah, she she was like in she was in the Browns. Okay. Yeah, she was in the Browns and she flashed us. Like they was, I don't know why she was in the area, but I don't know. It was like two COs or whatever walking with her, and she wasn't cuffed. And she just flashes everybody. Hey, they clap, but I'm like, I'm gonna be out of here in a minute. Like I don't need that. Like <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not for you. No, no, it's not, not not at all, not at all. But yeah, he so this brother made bail, and uh, I'm gonna keep watching the case, see what happens. Uh, but I think they got some pretty damaging evidence on them to set that bill, like I said before, so high. And uh, it, it sucks to see that, but, you know, you do have to, you know, you have to pay the cost, you know, for the wrongs that you have done. You know what I'm saying? And putting yourself in a dumbass situation like that. So it is what it is. We're going to move on. Uh, we're going to talk about it is Tuesday the 7th and then tomorrow's what, the 8th. So we got Women's Day coming up. 
So International Women's Day. So I'm going to let you talk about that. You sent me an article, um, how to spend the day without a woman. So a strike. So basically there's going to be a strike going on, right? Yeah. So they, they decided, you know, uh, women should take the day off. Right. Boy, the, the world going to burn. Like, <laughs> it really that's is. that's how the apocalypse starts. Exactly. And so, actually, I, I appreciate this article. It was from, it was from uh, Bustle. Yeah. And so, it was it was good because it, uh, it recognized the fact that not every woman can take the day off. And that's that's smart, though. You know, yeah. Cause, you know, there's because there's, uh, some of us is paying it. I'm a single mom. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Now. You got bills. You got bills. Yeah. Right. I can't take the day off. I can't take Absolutely. Bills. So it was it was good. So it's supposed to be on March eighth. Which is which is technically today because that's when I'll release the podcast. Okay, so, so release it in the, the morning. Day, so you're yeah. supposed to take a day off. But they had a list of different things that you could do if you're not able to take the day off. So don't shop. Ooh. I'll say it. Well no, listen. It Ooh. hurt me when I said it. So <laughs> don't shop. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We we make up a lot of buying power. Don't don't spend money on the eighth. That's one way you can support. Um, make sure you spread positivity on social media. So making sure you you lift it while you climb. You know, mm-hmm. don't be catty. Some if y'all petty, this is not the day to be petty. Okay, <laughs> take a day off. Petty free March. Yeah, we're gonna have a petty free. Like you know, don't go for no don't don't go for nobody on Facebook, but. Uh, make a donation. They talked about that Planned Parenthood, National Organization for Women, um, the Foundation for Women. You know, give, put your money where your mouth is. If, if you say you're trying to do what needs to be done to make sure that women have some equality, um, and that you know, we are we are seen as as somebody that's equal. Absolutely, know, absolutely. Um, sign a petition. Call your representative. There's just, just, you know, a number of things that you can do if you can't take the day off. And so I, I appreciate that. You know, um, when you talk about women's issues, sometimes there's that lack of intersectionality. You know, Oh, we, absolutely. Especially yeah. with the Women's March here in Omaha. Um, yeah. You know, it was interesting because they talked about they had the pussy hats on. Yeah. Yeah, the pink pussy hats. Uh-huh. But it's like, but what about the transgender woman? Yeah. Who who doesn't have a pussy? She don't have it yet. Yeah. Or she may not have the opportunity to get it. You know. Yeah. So I think we gotta think about that intersectionality, even black women. Mm-hmm. So you know how how are we often we're oftentimes missed in that narrative. But for this, that's that's what I that's what I was gonna ask you uh, not to cut you off. Yeah. Like it says in the article to donate to you know now the National Organization of Women. I just feel like they don't do enough though for women of color. Oh yeah, yeah. So you see I'm what I'm saying? I, yeah. No, 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 no. I just I really wanted to get your thoughts on it, and you know I, I spoke about the women's march. Um, I don't know about two months ago when it was. Uh, you know I I went to the march because I know a sister. She was one of the organizers, so I was like, "Fuck yeah, I can support this." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I just had a niece. She just turned one. I love you, Kai. And um, oh, you know I thought, yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I thought about her. Thought about my mama. Thought about my grandma. You know, and I was like, I need you know to go to this. You know, but seeing a sister being one of the organizers that really you know hit the nail on the 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 head for me to go you know what i'm saying and yeah. it was beautiful to see like i said there was a, a bunch of pictures of you know uh, asada shakur with the big afro people had signs of that there was a blm signs you know um there was chance against racism and it was it was a lot of a lot of black families there which was dope to yeah. see you know the 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 man being there also you know what i'm saying right. it wasn't just the mama and her daughters you know the sons were there too and there was different narratives on Twitter. You know, you just look up Women's March 
and um, there was a lot of sisters online saying that they felt like they were being, you know, silenced, you know, when they would chant about black lives or uh, speeches coming out. But I didn't see that. Like they held a uh, press conference, not a press conference, but they were telling different stories at the CenturyLink Center. I did go into the CenturyLink Center. I didn't spend a dime. I didn't spend no money. But that's where the speakers were at and things like that. And they had some women of color up there, which was dope. But it was sad to me to see that sisters in other major cities go through that. You know what I'm saying? Just to, you know, because women ride so hard, especially black women for social causes, especially when it's at the the hands, you know, like deaths of brothers. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just how they roll so hard for us. And just to see that, you know, that there's still even within the women's movement, there's still some some low key racism going on here. It's kind of disgusting. You know what I'm saying? Because it's the same struggle. You know, even though I feel like black women go through more than a white woman, obviously, but it's just heartbreaking to hear that. And I just wanted to hear your thoughts on, you know, that situation. You know, when the Women's March happened, I don't know, maybe I didn't get to see the same uh-huh. information that you got, but I know among my circle, uh-huh. we really were like, ah, we feel like it wasn't for us. Yeah. And that's not to say, you know, maybe we... that part of the narrative that's all uh-huh. the, the the narrative that we saw we were just like how oh, we feel some kind of way yeah about going and it wasn't that we didn't want to support it mm-hmm. um but i think we just you know, I, you know I just it just made me feel some kind of way yeah absolutely it's hard to put my finger on it but you know i think I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bow out on this one. Like yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't got my thoughts. That, that's that real because that's how I felt. You know, with the, um, I can't compare the same struggles, but that's how I kind of felt with this presidential election. Mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't for me. Like Hillary and you know her husband just, just man, the mass incarceration deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They just, were playing the role back. In the yeah, day. yeah. They and then they because they really wanted to. Um, you know, appeal to those Southern white folks to show that they were going to be tough on crime. And when they say tough on crime, it just means locking black folks up. And you see that this trend continues, you know, even into the Obama administration, because if you watch the documentary 13, black women are slowly, not slowly, but they're surely growing in, into the next population of who's going to be mass incarcerated right with brothers. You know what I'm saying? So it just, they set the tone there. And then Hillary just felt like she could, dance and nay nay and do all this shit like her husband did back in you know 91 mm-hmm. 92 playing the sax on Arsenio yeah. Hall I smoked weed you know trying to be cool and all this other shit and it's like no talk to us about some tangibles what you're actually going to do for us don't talk to me about oh I think there is racism and all this other shit well what are you going to do about it and don't and then talk to me about these state sanctioned killings don't talk to me about police reform because all that means is you're going to an hour meeting and you're in your department is about to get a couple of million dollars to get more gear to mm-hmm. beat the shit out of black folks you right. know what I'm saying so that's how so I understand y'all sitting this sitting this one out because you know if you don't feel like it's your fight you know ain't nobody fighting for you like why the fuck should I even be there right you know what I'm saying so right. I, I definitely understand where y'all coming from but so what's the plan for you tomorrow for the women's international women's day because i'm gonna wear red i gotta go to the plantation so you gotta go to yeah the but i got a red work shirt appreciate though. that red shirt all right all right uh you know i'm just i'm i'm gonna I'm do me i'm gonna be yeah. mom there and, you go uh, you know toughest job in the world hey hey i almost quit Listen, <laughs> my son's tweening right now but I almost quit but no you know i'm a I'm going to sit it out. You know, I'm not spending no money. 
Uh-huh. Uh, I'm working on what I need to work on to better myself and get some things going in my professional life and, you know, send out good vibes to all those women that are, are taking the day off. Absolutely, so. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I'll send out some great positive vibes. I always try to do that. I always try to get some laughs off on my Facebook, though. So, <laughs> you know, I try to make people laugh and, you know, have a damn good time and things like that. But I'll definitely wear red so all my listeners, you know, do your part. You know, because it's going to be a massive strike of women and fellas. You're probably going to have to end up cooking, you know, for your lady and you clean the house and, you know, shut the fuck up and just do it. So say that. Yeah. Say, can I say, man, see, look, this yeah. is why I'm single. I <laughs> no, go ahead and say <laughs> it. This is why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. please shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that's how it is on my days off. Like Tuesdays, recording a podcast. Uh, basically dishes, vacuum, you know, walk the dog, have dinner ready. And then Wednesday is actually my day two since my wife, she's going for a master's. So she's, she goes straight from work and she goes straight to class. So as soon as I get done with my route, I got to come straight home, cook and just make sure everything is cool for her. You know, not, you know, I just shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there I, you go. yeah I, I, I don't, cause I know what it's like to have a long ass day. You know what I'm saying? And then to come home to a meal, like my Sundays are super long. I usually work about 11, 12 hours um, just because we have that Saturday off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to come home and, you know, everything, you know, the dog's been out, stinky boo's been outside, you know, the sink's clear, you know, and there's food ready. I'm like, fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's right, a good yeah. ass feeling. A good, it yeah, is. it's a, a good ass feeling. So. so, fellas, you heard him. Yeah, take so care I, of your lady tomorrow. Exactly. Take, yeah, take care of her. Yeah. And then even on your, you know, take care of her. Just work as a team. You know, I feel like so many people, you know, try to war and all this other stuff, but just just take just care. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you got two people in a relationship and exactly. y'all both giving freely to each other, then absolutely, you know, you that's the best way to go. I don't, Th- that's it. That's know, it. Yeah. But you know, when you dating, that's a whole other situation. But we are gonna come back. That's gonna be a different day. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll, we'll talk about dating. In, a, in another episode, <laughs> you, you I only cook a, a meal. Yeah. But I ain't doing the damn dishes. Yeah, we dating, there you go. See, that's not single. It, it, it ain't just you know that ain't that ain't a reason. That ain't a reason. Yeah, somebody gonna be caping for you after this episode. I, I can guarantee that. Word. <laughs> but I think that's it for the summer jam screen. Uh, so we gonna leave it to Hove. Hove, what you gotta say? Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right. So moving on to uh, selling hope like dope. Uh, I hate to do this, but uh, we have to put my man Colin Kaepernick up there. I know so many people are really trying to defend his actions right now. And you're like, oh, shit, double what you talking about? What actions? Well, Colin Kaepernick is facing a free agency in this offseason. So basically, he's a free agent, can be picked up by any team. And he there was a there was some kind of a, a document they released or leaked. They said that he will uh, start standing for the national anthem. So now he's basically trying to make his stock rise by saying that he will salute the flag after spending all last season taking a knee for injustice and this article was actually saying that colin feels that um race relations and state sanctioned killings are getting better and i have to uh you know vehemently disagree with that shit um i just feel like he's really just trying to put some more money in his pocket make his stock go a little bit higher and uh, it's heartbreaking. It really is so, so heartbreaking. So let me know, you know, so sassy what you think about this situation, about him 
you know, basically just going back and saying that I'm a stand. You know, I feel like it's a situation where it's like the good Negro. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. I ain't going to make no trouble, boss, you know, until I get my foot in the door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I think back in the very beginning, I don't think he really was thinking. Like, he knew what he wanted to do, but I don't think he understood, like, all the backlash that was going to come with it. So, you know, for him to change his mind, it's like, you know, you got to, again, I go back to that authenticity. Like, if yeah. you are authentically yourself. These are your mm-hmm. beliefs. This is what you do. This is how you operate. Then why are you changing for anybody? Yeah. For any sum of money? You know, you got to trust that being your authentic self is going to bring to you what you need. And so, I, you know, shame on him. I'm shaming everybody. Shame yeah, on yeah. <laughs> Shame. You know, some good old-fashioned shame to get people together. But I, you know... Yeah. I just I'm I'm hurt. Why Colin? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough because he was doing such great work, you know, putting his money where his mouth is, you know, as far as donating to different causes, um, for social justice and things of that sort. But then for you to basically have this release saying that you will stand for the anthem, it just like I said before, it just reminds me of, you know, just being a good house nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just like I ain't gonna make no trouble, boss, you know. And, shit like that so it's heartbreaking and so it's like what standard are you setting for kids because when he first started doing it in the preseason he spoke with uh carmelo anthony shout out to Melo, and uh Melo told him like you can't just do it one game you really gonna have to stick and commit to this so i guess he felt like committing to this was for a whole season but um there's also an nba player by the name of uh, david west who's been not acknowledging the um, national anthem at every single game he'll like just take a step back from the line of his uh you know his fellow teammates and he does that every single game and he just sticks with it so i don't understand well i do understand i guess colin is hurting for money i don't think he is but you know maybe he loves the the game of football more than black folks am i wrong to say that Mm, might not be too far off yeah i mean if it first off for him to say that is getting better yeah that that, you know he started making me feel a little bit some kind of way some he got some side eyes when he told me he didn't vote yeah i was oh really yeah okay um but you know again he need to be who he is if that's who he is that's what he believes he needs to do that because if you're gonna change every single time the scenario or the circumstance moves uh-huh. then who are you you know exactly so i he he tripping yeah I mean, but I don't... yeah yeah it's one of those situations where i used to talk about in the earlier podcast that black folks need a fuck it fund you right. know what i'm saying it's because sometimes you got to take that yeah, stand yeah. And be like you know what I'm absolutely done. absolutely and that's you know at least you know at least uh two to two to six months worth of bit of money that you have in your savings account to cover all your bills you know what i'm saying until yeah. you find something else and that it honestly it helps me sleep easier at night mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying just knowing i got a little piece of change where you know if something happens that goes against you know what i stand for and i take a stand and i might get fired for it well, I can sleep easy at night knowing that I can still pay my bills. And, you know, I feel right. like most black folks, black folks should. It's a necessity to have a fuck it fund. Fuck you, it fund. We need to have yeah. multiple streams of income. Absolutely. We should not just be relying on one source. Absolutely. For, for our livelihood. Absolutely. And sometimes you do have to take a stand. You know, I ain't going to name no names, but there yeah. was an agency uh-huh. that I was with at one time here in Omaha. Yeah. And I just felt like they weren't doing enough for the black community and African Americans. And yeah. I had to step away, you know. Yeah. And and, and be willing to take a pay cut to go do what I believe, but you know, yeah. I had my fucking fun just in case some stuff didn't, you know, just Absolutely. in case it didn't fall in, 
and you know it's it's been it's been a good life to have that fucking phone yeah. right now because yeah. it was like hey I'm not I'm not gonna change who I am how I operate based off of who I'm dealing with yeah. now am I gonna be offensive no I ain't gonna be offensive but yeah. at the same time it's like you don't own me absolutely you do not own me so. I, I, I would like to um, support your fuck it fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spread that theory on out. Yeah. That might go on the Facebook page today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you, because sometimes some of us are not standing up because we lack yeah. the fuck it fund. Absolutely. Um, and and that's, that's a bad place to be in because then your so called supervisor or manager groups you in, you know, with like, I would call it a eunuch, you know what I'm saying? Just somebody who doesn't take a stand for anything, a castrated person, you know, who doesn't have any beliefs and is like, okay, well, I can run over this person. And next thing you know, you know, they're saying some, they calling you some kind of uh, racial epithet or something like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They're like, well, well, they can't do shit about it. They're not going to do shit about it. They ain't did nothing this whole yeah, time. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, people will try to gauge you and test you on the job, you know, to mm-hmm. see to to measure your blackness you know what i'm saying or just to see how yeah, far they can just push to see you. how far they can push you mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and i i said this before um when i was uh first started at this uh plantation i felt like uh, guys were trying to gauge me once they found out i had a white wife that they that i was you know on the coon train mm-hmm. and then then they got put in a place like oh shit this guy is like a, a walking conundrum. Like, I can't figure him out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's a situation where you really do need that fuck it fund, you know, and I call it a fuck it fund because if it gets too much, fuck it, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you can protect yourself and, you know, you have enough cash there. You can, you know, fill out for other jobs and things like that and, you know, keep it pushing. And wait for the right job. The right job. We, Bingo. We can't be sitting in scarcity and desperate, yeah. desperation. Absolutely. You know, just Absolutely. like, I just take this job because I just need something. No, yeah. you're you going to wait for the that, right job. Yeah, and that's, the, that's a badass feeling, too. You know, standing on your morals and not having a fuck it fun. And you go from this job to a job that's well below your standards mm-hmm. and pay. You know what I'm saying? You're doing what you can to keep the lights on. And I say this about Omaha all the time. Omaha has a ton of jobs here, but it might not be the job that you want or that you can that satisfies you, but it's gonna pay your bills. But still, that's a badass feeling. It's terrible yeah. unless you know you got to out. Unless exactly. you know, like, exactly. okay, I'm taking this step down, but then uh-huh. I'm about to rise up. Yep, as absolutely. soon as these people see me and my abilities and everything, but yep, you know, you gotta make sure you take care of yourself because. You should never, ever be desperate. Absolutely. Never, never be desperate. Yeah. So what we're saying here with this whole Colin Kaepernick thing, you know, have he a fucking fun. fun. Yeah, he, he should have had, had a yeah. fucking fun. <laughs> That's what it breaks Colin, down to. Where's your fucking fun? Boo? Exactly. You you need us as your hedge managers or something. Right. <laughs> uh, so sassy, A-double. Yeah. Financial services. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what you need. We specialize um, in fucking funds. We specialize in fucking funds. We might have to get some t-shirts out here in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's all we got for uh, selling hope like dope. This portion of Do Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, hey, yo, my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? All right, so moving on to, uh, let's see here, hold this L. Uh, This week, you have somebody special holding this L. We're going to shine it up uh, very nicely for them. You know, we're going to shine it up. We're going to deliver it to them on a platter. And uh, let us know who's who has to hold this L on your end. You know, who's going to hold this L is 
there's been a ref. He just been <laughs> a pain in my ass. And it's not even like real, like high, it's like sixth grade sports. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Um, but seriously, for the last six years, there's Jesus. been a ref. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm gonna go ahead and name him. I'm gonna name him Brian Mays. He's been refing out there uh-huh. for one of the local sports uh, communities for kids. But he got he got issues, you know. Yeah, he, what kind of issues he, he got? He a little bit passive aggressive, and so for the last with the kids, huh? With the, with the kids, <laughs> the babies. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for Brian Mays, he, he, uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you to hold this L. Yeah. Um, but he's been passive aggressive to all the coaches. If you're black, you really don't like you. Wow. But you know, plot twist, he black too. So that's <laughs> even worse. Oh shit. You know, and then he fool around and mess with the wrong coach and they uh-huh. you know, they gotta give words. But you know, just he just an asshole ref, been messing with kids, been too too rough on them. Yeah. So you can hold this L and then you can also kiss my black ass because I'm never gonna deal with you ever again. Exactly. As long as I live. And let me catch you. Outside, yeah, yeah. see that segue. Yeah, I see that segue. <laughs> Catch me outside. Catch you outside. Yeah, how about that? So, yeah, we we got a double L. So uh, the next L, it really has to go to BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed uh, wrote an article about the uh, Catch Me Outside team, and the title is uh, "It's How the Catch Me Outside Team Defies Expectations for White Girls." Okay, so you you go through reading this article, you think it's going to be so groundbreaking and, you know, thought provoking and it's it's clickbait, you know, so the whole article goes through basically uh, her family, um, her appearances on the show. And then there's like a small paragraph on how she's defying expectations for white girls. And I'm just trying to figure out what are the expectations for white girls in America? You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what was troubling for me. What what, is it? There a difference between the expectations for white girls and black girls? Exactly. Uh, Because she's Buzzfeed. Are you listening? Yeah. What's the, what's the difference? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Could you let us know? Yeah. Um, Cause I, I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, little catch me outside. Um, she's just, she's just bad. She's, yeah. she's just a naughty child. Like yeah. she, she, she needs some discipline. Yeah, she needs some discipline. And, and, a, and she a got her mama like side kicking with it. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> yeah. It was like, we was talking about earlier. Like it was all like, she was, you know, against her daughter, you know, acting a fool and all this other stuff on the very first episode of uh, Dr. Phil. Then the clip went viral and now mom has turned into Mama Jer. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and then what's even shakier is, you know, she's divorced from the father. Or I don't know if, even if they were married. So the baby daddy ain't in the house. I don't know why I said divorce. I just assumed because they white that they were married. You know, that's my fuck you. up. Shame, Shame on, on me. You. The baby daddy left <laughs> and uh, he's a sheriff. And he's trying to cash in too. So he said, you know, you can cash me outside with this GoFundMe and, uh, you know, give me some, give me some, a few dollars to try to save my daughter. Save her. Yeah, and it's like, shouldn't you try to save her before all this shit happened? You know, you play a huge role in how she's acting because right. she's acting out. You well, know what I'm saying? Well, and then that's the, the, the detail that he's a sheriff. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah. I mean, my daddy wasn't a sheriff, but yeah, I wouldn't. If he was a sheriff, like to me, that would just be double the reason not to act. Absolutely. Out. So I don't understand what happened, but I really, I mean, I take it back to the mother. There's been a couple of situations where 
she's been right there in the middle of the ruckus yeah. with her daughters. With the one, the situation on the plane. Yeah, the plane. Yep. Yeah, fighting that woman. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah. who let the thirteen-year-old? You know, get into exactly. a video with Kodak Black. That's and, what I want. Exactly. How, Who's who signed those waivers? You know right, because they wasn't just like, "Hey, come be in this video." Mm-hmm. Somebody back. Like, somebody's handling Kodak. They yeah. not handling him well. But they handling him. And so I just, you know, but again, I go back. Bussy, what, what should little white girls? Yeah, act exactly. Like? That's the whole point. Like, because you you see this this uh, young lady acting like a like a caricature of a black person, right. which is disgusting but it's like what are the expectations for a white girl is it you know is it different for for a black girl you know what i'm saying around the same age like what are what are what are you trying to say all i know is the caricature that she is it's so terrible like it's not even it's not even about black it's just Mm -hmm. about that lack of understanding lack of knowledge yeah ignorance you know it's like just taking in every stereotype she's ever Uh seen about anyone yeah and just yeah anyone black you know what it reminds me of uh like when you um like when you look at a police report or uh some shit like that and they say that the the black guy was running and he said fuck you cracker you jive turkey you know some shit like that (laughs) some old some old bullshit ass slang that ain't been said for 30 40 years right and shit like that and just like when we saw the claims against uh black lives matter you know when at the height of the movement 2013 2014 then in 2015 you started seeing well, of let's say 2015 early 2016 you started seeing white folks fake uh like black lives matter was like uh, vandalizing their homes mm-hmm. and stuff and like that like they would have they would spray paint like kill whitey on the side of their buildings you or crackers that. must die like get you the fuck out of here you know i wouldn't be i wouldn't be it would it, i wouldn't even put it past a white person to put something like die pecker would die you know some right. shit like that some, some old ass slang or something <laughs> year old black man exactly like, and he ain't spray painting no he ain't spray spraying shit because his arthritis shit, is right. up he yeah shit at the house about you he ain't spray painting nothing exactly shame on y'all exactly but yeah i just i took offense to this article i i, I knew it was clickbait and i you know i click and i took the bait but it was just disrespectful because it's just setting a standard or they're trying to set a standard we do know there's two different standards in america you know within the system for black girls and uh white girls but i don't know what that is you know what i'm saying like what are you trying to say is one better than the other because apparently we're supposed to live in this post-racial society because we had a black president (laughs) you can't see my face right now so yeah buzzfeed the wow. one thing, yeah, BuzzFeed. But I will say this: yeah. the, the one thing about the article that was clever was basically how they kind of called out Doctor Phil. Yeah, yeah, for, they did for exploiting all these these misguided white yeah. children. Uh-huh. I don't, you know, yeah, you know, because he he will, he will. Yeah. I don't think he wants to help because if mm-hmm. you want to help somebody, you don't need to make a show about it. You That's know true. What I'm saying? That's true. If you want to donate, you don't need to put a post about it. Like I'm donating all my stuff, y'all. No, exactly. just do it. Yeah, that's like so, them uh, them Facebook videos when they like, oh. I'm get this homeless man some food yeah like, watch hey, me get hey, this hey, hey hey put me on facebook live real quick real quick yeah just give the person some food and move on with your life if you're not trying exactly. to get out of it but you know 
little catch me outside. She she figuring out a way to make some money. Yeah, she she cashing out. She literally. Is now. Yeah. She I don't know how she not in jail right now. I just man. I don't know how she doesn't have a record, an ankle bracelet, yeah. a probation officer, some urinalysis happening in yeah. her life. But she she she's on her way there. But I guess in the meantime, she's gonna raise her bell ahead of time because she know what's happening, Absolutely. where she's headed. But no, yeah, so you can feet. catch her outside cashing out. Pretty much But yeah BuzzFeed I mean y'all really Gotta hold this L And uh, the referee uh, What's his name Brian Mays Brian Mays y- you, you gotta, gotta stop Fucking with these kids Quit man. messing with the kids Leave the man. kids alone man You didn't You know my baby Was a trapper <laughs> just, He got just, hacked Yeah yeah exactly Exactly and we should've won that game And it was a Euro step It wouldn't have traveled <laughs> <laughs> Yeah but both of y'all Y'all gotta hold this L Hold on You win Perfect all right so moving on to uh not all heroes wear capes so you got somebody uh special for uh not all heroes wear capes you got somebody who's who's winning in this world you know i'm winning can i can i put myself you can put you you can put you on there i'm winning i'm not a you know i ain't got no capes but you Uh, know uh yeah not all heroes wear them not right you know can i put listen i forgot about this part so i didn't bring nothing but i'm just gonna put myself i'm gonna put myself what you got yeah i got but uh you know shout out to uh the news just broke today tuesday with chance the rapper donating one million million to the cps you know so you know shout out to that brother i don't really fuck with his music like that you know but still i appreciate him and what he actually is doing i love people who put their you know money where their mouth is you know what i'm saying because just a couple days ago he said he met with the governor of illinois Mm -hmm. and he vetoed like 250 million dollars it was supposed to go to cps and now the money's just kind of sitting in limbo and he was he was hurt by it he was just like you know i just hate that school and politics are intertwined that's what he was pretty much saying in his interview he let out a few curse words because it was like the press was all up on him as soon as he left the office he was by the elevators but he's learning as he's going so i i I appreciate that exactly and just him popping up today and just donating a million bucks uh towards uh the arts and enrichment and you and i know that the importance with school is like after school programs you know especially for so many latchkey kids like myself growing up i was a latchkey kid you know mom dukes at work you know so i would go pick up my little brother and then we would both go home play some video games and then we get tired of playing video games maybe do our homework and then we'd be outside acting the fool you know what i'm saying you know how many times you know kids might not even have video games or like basketball season was over for both of us you know we would just have nothing but free time and you know a kid with nothing but free time is gonna get into some bullshit right you know what i'm saying well and i think the after school programs too like it just it it also allows kids to to learn that they have other talents absolutely because you know school is is reading writing and arithmetic which is all great it's a great foundation but when you actually finally get finished with school it's those talents is that most of is what most of us are 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 working with they're what we're building our careers on and so absolutely those after school programs is it just allows kids to try different things to learn where their talents are and so you know for him to donate that money one he's young and he's yeah. and he's, he's worked really hard and again i go back to authenticity he absolutely. is who he is 
all day, every day. He cusses a little bit, but he talk about God at the same yeah, time. Yeah. That's chance. Yeah, yeah. Right? Somebody was like, yeah, yeah that's chance. It's cool. Yeah. But, you know, he is who he is. He's doing what it is that he wants to do on his terms. And so hopefully it's enough kids out in uh, Chicago public schools that will be able to um, benefit from that, from absolutely. his authenticity. Absolutely. Absolutely. So much love and respect to that brother for, you know, actually finding a solution because what i love about the situation you know he found a solution as opposed to just bitching about it and keep complaining about it or complain about it and then just go on and not do anything about it so which so many folks do you know and then just yeah just nothing but love for that brother for being so passionate about kids because i feel like a lot of times we we you know as you get older and you know you start making a decent amount of money you know you kind of forget about the little ones you know what i'm saying that's not that's not directly related to you you know what i'm saying so yeah so much love and respect to that brother so moving on to uh health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth and this quote i'm gonna leave it to so sassy what you got all right so this quote comes from miss tracy blackman she's the acting executive minister of justice and witness with the united church of christ all right um and so that for those of you guys who don't know uh, tracy blackman's out of um ferguson missouri um, she was really active in the community when the Mike Brown situation happened. But she's also uh-huh. with this church, United Church of Christ, who's known for their social justice. And if you don't follow her on social media, you are missing out because she can put into words how we feel often. So this is a quote from her Facebook page. And okay. it was just the most amazing quote. And it kind of goes back to a lot of the evangelicals who are like, we should pray for you yeah. should pray for Trump, you know? <laughs> and so Miss Tracy Blackman, her quote, which I I appreciate, apparently, mm. y'all need to pray differently for him. So far, he is still the same arrogant, lying ass he was on January 20th. So that right there <laughs> is going to be the quote that I want y'all to just go with. So maybe we need some some evangelicals or whoever's praying. I'm going to have to pray differently because he's yeah. still cutting up. He's just lying. You know what's uh, disgusting about this is how he's won the presidency and he's still going back and blaming Hillary and President, former President Barack Obama for shit. He just came out speaking about uh, President Obama when he was in the House was wiretapping him yeah at trump tower yeah like like and it wasn't he's not even smart enough to be like the administration like he just went straight like it was obama yeah yeah it was that damn kenyan obama you know that's what it was yeah you know i'm not sure if he was even born here you know right it's it's like everything like he just lies like it don't it don't even make sense it it don't even need to be like a good lie yeah exactly anything that he wants to lie about he just gonna say and put yeah and and what's the amazing thing what i love about twitter is there uh there's a hashtag that's called like uh trump regrets and so there's uh there's so many people who like are like yeah maga make america great again yada yada and he does something they're like oh i thought you were just gonna you know yeah do something with the affordable care act yeah yeah i voted for you and i love it you know i love it and i don't want us out here you know trying to save these folks because i feel like far too many times people of color specifically black folks will jump into these folks uh we'll jump into the fire with them to try to pull them out yeah. and i just like let them burn this time yeah they, <laughs> that's how i feel they saw this I yeah mean, we yeah. saw it coming we saw it coming we from tried a mile to away help y'all like yeah. we knew 
what was gonna happen. Absolutely. We could see it. Like tried to warn y'all. We tried to warn y'all. We've been poor before. Like yep. we knew how Absolutely. they were taking advantage of us. Absolutely. But y'all didn't want to hear it. So listen, y'all yeah. y'all take these next four years. Exactly. We gonna be all right because yeah. our ancestors yeah. have helped us survive this long. Exactly. And like, we got our fucking funds. Exactly. So we, we, we good over here. Listen, now when y'all ready to act right, you call us. Yeah. We'll help you out. We'll Absolutely. tell you who to vote for next time. But Absolutely. You won't take you gonna take these four years yeah yeah you're gonna take them and you're gonna like it right. you know because it's a situation where it's it's so many folks who are just like you see these articles all the time and i talked about them a few times on the show there was one woman the first one i saw and I, it just blew my mind was there is a usa today article and this woman was talking about i voted for trump but not against planned parenthood what the what, fuck? Right. Like, Did you not listen? <laughs> yeah. That was so confusing yeah. to me. Like, we, we won't rehash everything, but it's yeah. just so confusing. Like, it, he the lies he told, uh-huh. maybe y'all just thought, well, because he lied about this, he lied about that. No. Yeah. Like, exactly. Really, exactly. Y'all just, y'all just take these four years. Yeah, That's yeah. Y'all, y'all have to. Take y'all like, have to take it. You can't say nothing. Absolutely. No, no hashtag Trump regrets. Y'all shut your mouths. Yeah. And take it, and then call us when you're ready to act right. Absolutely. You take this. And we we've been warning folks for years about you know about you know bigoted candidates and shit like right. that, and you know then you got this whole Muslim ban going on right now. And uh, what's crazy is uh, I went this past weekend and I saw the James Baldwin film, I'm Not Your Negro, um, down at Film Streams. And I recommend everybody go see it. Um, This brother was so sharp. And I feel like I I need to read up more about him because the only thing that I know about him is that he's a writer Mm -hmm. and he was a civil rights activist. And I I viewed the video a few times. Uh, There's a they call it a debate with him and Malcolm X, Mm -hmm. but they actually end up agreeing on every fucking thing that's going on so right. i'm like why are you gonna call it a debate because the white folks tried to frame it as a debate mm-hmm. but this brother was just so genius and one of the things that he said about um what was going on and what's relevant to today is we know who white folks are us black folks we know who they are but white folks refuse to look at themselves in the mirror and yes. they refuse to look at us the only way that they look at us is through you know propaganda what's mm-hmm. going on through tv so they have this crazy idea of us but we know exactly who they are and that's why i feel like black folks are you know we're so forgiving we're so harmonious with people who don't even really like us you know what i'm saying right. which is, is very 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 fucking dangerous but i just recommend everybody go see that film i need to see it again because the whole movie is just clips of him talking and then you got sam jackson kind of uh narrating a little bit of it and there's just so many quotables and i went and seen it with my wife and she was just blown away by so how much truth that he was just spitting and you just seen it on everybody's face in the theater everybody just left and they were just quiet Mm -hmm. like they were just quiet like the whole thing like it just it's a good hard look at it's not attacking white folks but it's what white folks need to hear Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there is that denial. Yeah. There's that they want to be disconnected from Yeah, absolutely. And so there's a and I can't remember her name, but there was a researcher who actually researched how white people respond when you talk to them about race and racism. Uh-huh. And she was like they follow these these steps. Yeah. One, two, three, four, and five. Uh-huh. And so I, when I read it, because you know, me having to 
live in a world yeah. where you've got to be able to kind of still be yourself but like sit back and watch what's happening absolutely there's been times where i've tried to explain away yeah the racism uh-huh. or the the microaggressions that i've received yeah, yeah. and it, to read that article and to see the science behind it, it's like, oh, okay, well, no, I'm not crazy. Forget that. Yeah, Y'all gonna have to examine exactly. yourselves. And, and if I tell you it's an issue, because yeah. what I'm observing, like, let's talk about it. Don't and that's and that's the that's the thing, because you will go stir crazy trying to explain to a white person how racism is still here. Yes. And I think that's the beauty of the movie Get Out. I know you ain't seen it yet, but it explains it greatly. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, just just I the subtleness. For that yeah, movie, it's you the know. it's the subtle racism, you know, yes. that we experience during you know the first few years of the obama administration or you know even going back to i would even say like the the first bush administration when you thought things were getting better but it was just real subtle you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it was so many small events that led you like you felt like you was going crazy because you really couldn't prove it but you could prove it but right. to, only to other black folks right, you know right, what right. i'm saying so that's that's what the the great thing about the get out movie does but you know i just recommend all my listeners definitely go see get out but please go see i am not your negro um it's playing at film streams and it's playing up at uh out there in la vista at the um yeah alamo draft house thank you that's a long ass drive i work i work out in that area and i hate driving almost a half hour out there just go to film streams. yeah yeah exactly just go to film streams stay in the city yeah stay in the city support them they're small they're independent but this is a good group of folks they always bring some good ass movies they bring a lot of different narratives about absolutely absolutely so yeah you got anything else for the people no man thanks for having me on the show well we definitely gonna have to have you back and uh it feels good testing out this new mixer i'm a you know it's dope using it and uh it's a pretty quick setup and everything like that and you know i'll definitely have you back on the show if you will be on the show oh yeah okay all right absolutely so much love and respect to y'all and i will i don't know i don't think i'm gonna do a show next week i'll be down in orlando at disney world acting a fool but um i don't know i might double up and do something so much love and respect to y'all i will see y'all maybe next week one
turning in the S550 Look like I'm you turning in the jet Why did he do that when he just came through? Why did he come back? I'm just fronting how you, how you on my side while the tires burning, I be burning. I'm schooling these niggas. This what you call how you learn. Yeah. So listen up, grab a chair, have a seat, crack a beer, smoke a blunt. Watch me, the captain's here. Louis Vuitton sneaks on the pedal, do a hundred for a mile like my feet went to sleep on the pedal. And no longer am I gonna pop tags off my clothes. You dudes need to know I spent big cash on my clothes. No cash on my hoes, I just pass on my hoes to my niggas. Let them hit it. The nigga passed on some more Got my system on duck And it's rattling the trunk Niggas know how I get down They just glad it ain't the pump banging Rubber burning, turn the corners Beating like the Congo Rubber burning, turn the corners Beating like the Congo Drop top, flip top Shine as the phone glow Blow a drone, 24, living out of song go. Rubber burning Cocky in the coupe, but they love it Sitting on buttons, a pair of 20-somethings Tires so skinny like I'm sitting on nothing Leather so soft like I'm sitting on muffins Beating up the block, knocking pictures off the wall Baby, I can drop the top and we can talk to the Lord And you know I got the stash by not Cause where I'm from, you need your gas out and cock yeah, back out the driveway, it's baller banging. I'm shitting on them knee taller training. Big baller, can't guard me, baby. I mean it. Why the girls gotta double team me? Sitting sideways, yeah, I'm leaning. I go hard. 20 G's in each bag pocket case I fall. I'm stunting. Check my pants, I get that cash. Then a phantom with Louisiana plates on my ass. Rubber burning, turn the corners, beating like the Congo. Rubber burning, turn the corners, beating like the Congo. 